Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Our premium stroller and crib rentals are delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando area resort. It couldn't be easier. Book yours at KingdomStrollers.com. And Mouse Pros. Let our travel specialists plan your next vacation. Our concierge-level service gives you the perfect hassle-free vacation. Get your free quote from Sean or any of our magical agents at MousePros.com. And now, it's show time! Your attention, please. One show for you to see. One for you and everyone. Oh, look at all the people. Pay attention, it's show time. I am always ready, as you say, to put on the show. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Aloha. Come to the Tiki Room. Get your expialidocious tickets Hello, everybody, right and here. welcome to the Smoke-Filled Tiki Hut. I am your host, Sean. <laughs> was Matt trying to cook again? Was that the problem? Yeah. I was listening to Bob Marley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Matt's over here, too. Yes, I'm here. And this is the first edition of a new decade. First edition of a new year. In that year, it is 2020. And I... I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> you should sound it. You sound ecstatic over there. <laughs> is your vision better? No. It's, no, it's not 2020. Not no. at all. Maybe even yeah, it was worth a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's been um, 20, at least 2019. Matt came back to the show after you begged and pleaded. I'm happy to have him. I had to, I had to wear you down before you'd say yes. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know it's been it's been it's been crazy. We pretty much missed the whole month of December, but uh, we're back and we're going to try to do what we do every week again for you. And we want to thank you for tuning in for another fun-filled year. So, uh, with that being said, I figured that uh, I don't know. <laughs> I kind of put you guys on the spot, but uh, the no review, no no reviews. <laughs> We've got some uh, iTunes reviews lately. I could pull them off. We did? Well. <laughs> I mean. Are they good ones or bad No, these are the bad, bad ones. ones. No, there's. You, you gotta play them all. You can't leave anything out. Like, you suck. Hey, it happens. <laughs> um. Okay, so. It's October 20th. We had. Uh, I don't know what it was. These guys don't even whatever. I don't. It's something like we don't even like Disney. So I love listening to most anything <laughs> Disney related. I listen to people talk about garbage collection at Disney World as long as I get to hear about Disney World. But never have I ever heard people so uninspired about something they've volunteered to talk about <laughs> ostensibly because they love it. These guys don't even seem to like Disney World. <laughs> they seem, they seem bored, bored and, and unimpressed wow. with the whole thing. Want to get unexcited about your upcoming trip? Here you go. Uh, um, I'm sure sometimes it gets like that, but overall, I don't think we're like that. Maybe we need to you know, be more like that. I don't know. I just wish, like, 
It did say uh, which episode it was that they are basing this off of because we try and be as positive and upbeat as we can, but honest as well. So, right. so if there are some things that like we generally don't like, then we're gonna say it. Um, we're not not Kool Aid drinkers. We're like cheer wine drinkers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> we like the good stuff. <laughs> Which yeah, is uniquely Southern and honest. Right. <laughs> and only one of us are Southern. <laughs> right. I was conceived. I wish that. I was, if that helps. So, yeah, I'm like Keith. I kind of wish, you know, so we could go back and see what exactly it was that inspired them to leave such a wonderful, warm, felt review. <laughs> But, I mean, there's nothing we can do. I mean, it's it's in the past. I mean, you learn and grow from it. So thank you for doing that, and we'll try to be better. Yeah. We'll, no, we won't. We'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, you never know what will happen. Maybe we'll bring on somebody who's really not interesting like that. The guy from uh, Ferris Bueller. 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 Anybody. Imagine having to listen to somebody uh, talk like that. We could certainly do an episode like that. Oh, sure. Yes, we could. Yeah. Easily. Oh, yeah. We should plan for it. Maybe if, <laughs> maybe one just random Sunday. April Fool's episode or something. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, uh, you with that, let's take a break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send it over to Steve for the news. Steve, I'm sorry. Take it away. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Steve from Disney Diary here. This is What's News. Hello all. A belated welcome to the new year. And with every new year are changes. So we're going to just jump right into the changes taking place at Disneyland and Disney World. Next time you visit Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland, you might find a familiar droid rolling around the street, R2-D2. He was commonly found in the droid depot in the land, but is now roaming around and making some new friends. No word yet on if we will see him on the streets of Batuu, at Hollywood Studios in Disney World. Runners, Disney is creating a club just for you, Club Run Disney. It'll offer three different one-year-long membership levels, silver at $266 a year, that's $266 a year, gold at $479, and platinum at $799, featuring a range of special benefits depending on the level that will run from October 1st of 2020 through September 30th of 2021, all levels will include the lowest race registration pricing. And have you heard about this new thing? Disney World is cutting back on bus service to resorts along the Disney Skyliner route in an effort to encourage guests to use a new gondola system. That's right, if you're at Disney's Pop Century, Art of Animation, Caribbean Beach, or Riviera Resort, the bus service is going down to once an hour. Normally, well, you would have them every 20 minutes or faster in the mornings, coming mornings or at night when needed. So if there's a problem with the Skyliner, they say they will be adding buses. But if you're fearful of heights, you're going to have to plan ahead to get to those parks. Disney may have axed the Muppets at the Magic Kingdom, but Sam the Eagle is the themed host for the new Regal Eagle Smokehouse coming to Epcot. He's hosting Sam's Centennial Cook-Off, a salute to all cook-offs, but mostly barbecue. I'm sure the t-shirts have already been made for this. I want to end this week talking about A New Hope, 
No, not the Star Wars movie, but Rise of the Resistance. I've had the opportunity to ride it a few times, once finishing the attraction just when the ride went down. The ride is a true marvel, but the ride going down is commonplace. Yes, all attractions have downtime, and they have downtime for a variety of reasons. But Rise is a different animal. It's a complicated attraction with multiple systems. The trackless vehicles weave you in and out of places, take you up an elevator and out an escape pod, and in between there are a few short stops. This is a ride that was hyped, and hyped again, and hyped even more. It's hyped so much that if you don't show up by park opening, you're not going to get on it. But it never went through the normal cast member previews or even pass holder previews that they're used to used to use to help figure out the bugs. It's caused a lot of frustration and angst among guests. With all the new attractions planned coming over the next two to three years, my hope, and my new hope, is that Disney goes back to those tests, sets some realistic dates for openings, and makes sure they're not opening something to the public that they're just going to use to help figure out and work out the bugs. Please visit us at DisneyDiary.com for the latest news. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Disney Diary. Now, back to the Tiki 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 Hut. Hello, everybody, and we are back. Thank you, Steve, for the news this week. Steve brought to you by Steve from Disney Diary. <laughs> Steve's brought to you by himself. Steve. Yeah, check out Disney Steve. Diary. And... Um, I'm gonna we're gonna try to up the energy here. We're gonna try to bring it up to eleven, like maybe like ten point five. We don't want to rock the house too hard. So we're gonna talk about some of the things that I I don't know that we loved or like most impressed with from Disney in twenty in the in the in the the decade um, of the te- of the the no the aughts and then you have the. The teens, right? Teens, what, teen years? I don't even know what the hell you're talking about over there. Decade, <laughs> decade, 2010. Well, decade, decade is 10 years, so yeah. it would not it would not include the aughts. No, I know I'm saying it's not the aughts. What is the one for the tens? Is it the teens? You got sure. the roaring Sounds 20s coming up. This is, we're in the roaring 20s here. Why not, instead of trying math, we just say the past decade? Okay, the past, <laughs> <clears throat> the past decade. Because math is not our strong suit, apparently. No, no, not at all. So, I don't know. Like, I think probably one of the things that impressed me most, or I hate to say it, loved the most, um, was the introduction of uh, FastPass Plus. Uh, Pretty much a game changer because now you can sit at home and be like, you know what I want to do in 60 days? (laughs) At 11 a.m., on July 4th, I want to go out and I want to put my butt on a very hot car. And you know what hot car we're talking about? Or hot ride? <laughs> no idea where you're going with this one. Anything Maybe that's outside. Anything that's literally outside, you're going to melt. And you're going to choose that from 11 a.m. to 12 a.m. 12 p.m. So, um, <laughs> what a weird, weird way to start this episode at all. Math and time skills, we're just yeah. <laughs> we're batting a thousand on so, this one. I mean, I mean, it just made it so much easier to choose where you wanted to to go, and allows you to. Granted, because of when the introduction of Fast Pass, the lines have gotten longer, and now with Fast Pass Plus, pretty much every attraction is now Fast Pass Plus. 
either certainly attractions you never need to have a fast pass for, but you use it anyway because it ends up in your tier and you need to use something. Uh, but, you know, it's in some ways it just makes it easier because you somewhat guaranteed to get on your favorite ride while you're on your trip. Yeah, like, so nice that you don't have to keep track of the paper fast passes anymore. You don't, like, you know, have to stop at the kiosks and wait time there. Waste time there, actually. It's streamlined the entire process. Um, it does kind of, it takes a lot, like, of the um, spontaneity from your trips now. But I think it does, it makes it easier overall. Um so the technology is great. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and uh, the person with the review about how ho hominate. Yeah, I, I'm not on board with either what either one of y'all said with Fast Pass Plus. Bring the paper ones back. I, 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 okay, boomer. I, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, Wait a minute, the, Keith. It's the other way around, right? Okay, well, both he'd be calling you boomer. Both of y'all were just talking about. Uh, I think it was Sean has a trip coming up and he tried to get Slinky Dog and he could not get it in any of the days that he's going, correct? Yeah, basically, f- I looked, I always looked the furthest day forward in the past, right. the last day, and where I worked my way. So, four or five days, yeah, it's five days into our trip, it was not available. So, Paper Fast Pass would at least give you an opportunity. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I do, I don't like. Fast Pass Plus. I, I don't agree with it. I don't think it does what they say it's supposed to do. I, I mean, it, it's it is what it is. You they force you to use it, so I have to use it. But um, I'm like Keith said, I would prefer the spontaneity of it instead of sixty days out being like, oh, what do what do I think I want to do this time and uh, bring back the paper Fast Pass. Matt, I uh, respect your opinion on that. And everybody's entitled to their own opinion, whether that's right or wrong, but it is your opinion. So, what's something that would be on your list? Uh, what I'm going to say on my list uh, was the addition of the new Harambe area in Animal Kingdom with all the uh, new food booths, the, where they moved the um, Lion King musical and everything. That whole area is great addition, and I really enjoy that whole area. Yeah, that is quite possibly my favorite place on property. Of course, now Verdica Band's not there. It knocks it down a little bit. Um, but just the theming, the market is great. Uh, the food is really good there. Adawa Bar, obviously. But just the, the subtle touches that they put into that whole space. I mean, you can just roam around there for a long time and just and see things that you have never noticed before it's it's just a great spot to hang out in now as you will know i don't spend a lot of time in animal kingdom and i've briefly walked through there and have not spent a lot of time walking through there uh, i think as my kids probably get older i'll probably try to experience that a little bit more but um, even on our upcoming trip in March, we're not planning to hit Animal Kingdom just because it's just just not enough time for four days in the park. Well, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> what an uninspired answer, Sean. That was that was just screw you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> Keith, let me so hear you, yours. I was gonna say you would think because of the kids is more of a reason for him to be hanging out at the Dollar Bar. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> just just uh, I can't go afford, and run around. I, I can't afford Disney prices. <laughs> Says the DVC guy. Um, That's how so, I can afford it, Disney World. <laughs> okay, so the one thing I had um, was the introduction with the uh, projection mapping. This has been a game changer as far as like the nighttime shows, uh, a tree of life that Sean doesn't spend time seeing. <laughs> he never sees um, it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's past like 5 o'clock. Um, it really does, it makes... These buildings and structures come to life. It's just a spectacular technology. We see um, the drones now, too. Um, it's just, it's amazing to stand there and just, like, see the shows and, and what they can do with the projection mapping. It's just spectacular. Yeah, I really enjoy uh, the show at Magic Kingdom. The only time I've seen I haven't been at Animal Kingdom late enough to see it at night. Um a couple times that I've done some of the run Disney stuff. You know, obviously they had the tree lit up so I get to see it then so it was pretty cool. But the one scene I can't remember which which one it is with uh at the Magic Kingdom and it looks like the whole castle is like falling down or, or something like that. It's just it every time I see it I'm just like that's that's awesome the way they do it because it actually it kind of looks like the castle's coming down and everything. So it's it's awesome the way they do it and everything and um kind of wonder makes you wonder what what they have you know that they haven't showed us yet that they're still working on. Right. Yeah, that is a pretty amazing technology and has added so much more to uh any experience during the night. You know, it doesn't it doesn't even have to be displayed on uh you know a major building or attraction to be awesome and you could put it on Main Street if you really wanted to and it'd still be cool so uh, I'm impressed by it as well wow we actually all like the one thing how about that wow shocking stop the show now we're done <laughs> upbeat and positive that's what we are Sacramento. <laughs> so next on my list would be when they first announced that uh, the Magic Kingdom was going to have its first expansion in 20 years uh, the Fantasyland expansion, it was something really uh, exciting for people who've been going to the Magic Kingdom for so long. You know, when they first announced it, uh, the Seven, Dwar- Seven Dwarfs Mine Train wasn't even in the concept art. It was going to be a princess or a pixie forest. And it was supposed to be Fantasyland was going to be more princess related. Um, but they scaled that back when there was so much fan um, outrage that, you know, girls no. just had fun. <laughs> <laughs> that they decided they were going to build a, uh, a Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, which uh, is a pretty damn good ride, if you ask me. And you didn't ask me, but you have to hear it anyway, unless you're that one guy who tuned out and you don't care. So, um, a Ouija Board or Ouija Buck 92 or something is his name. And, wow, he's just going to call him right out. All right. <laughs> and, um, you know... Once they announced that, and then the the land came to life. I mean, it's like the perfect. It's one of the best additions to any Disney theme park that naturally fits in with the surroundings. You know, because you walk through the castle, and it's just like you're the you're in the castle court, and all these attractions are happening there because the uh, circus came to town. Yeah, um, yes, the mine train could be a little longer, but still, oh yeah, uh, I enjoy. You know all the additions. I think, like you said, the circus that to me is probably the best part of that whole edition. Um, 
the dueling dumbos and mm-hmm. not having to you know stand out in the 95 degree heat and bake on the concrete while you're waiting for your kids to you know get on the next elephant or whatever so yep. Uh, the circus is, is well done. Um, I, I love the the force perspective and you know Beast Castle up in the on the the mounts and everything. So everything I think was really done done well there. And would it have been nice to see some of the other stuff that they had planned and were originally you know had on the the drawings? Yeah, but I think we actually got a, a pretty good representation of something that would satisfy everybody out of you know what we got from it. It was kind of sorely needed. The classic attractions are great, but they needed something new, updated. Be our guest. It doesn't matter what your opinion like, of the food is. The theming in that place is spectacular. It's worth it to, you know, enjoy like a mediocre meal to just to see the place. The circus is is really cool just that whole expansion it brought such an excitement i think um back to that park again and it it just it's so well done yeah next thing i'll mention and i'm going to kind of keep it like everybody else i'm going to another park edition i'm going to mention uh i'm going to go back over to animal kingdom and talk about pandora that i mean i finally in january got to ride um flights of passage and all right Full disclosure, I haven't been in Star Wars land. I haven't seen any of that stuff yet, so just bear with me. Uh, Flight of Passage by far was the best thing I've, I've been on. Um, you know, I kind of want to go back and go through the queue just to see all the stuff that I missed in the queue because I did have fast passes for it. Uh, but you have that attraction. Uh, it looks amazing at night. It still looks great during the day, but at, at night it's just awesome the way they get everything lit up. Uh, they added some really good food options in there. Even um, the river journey is, it's not the best thing in the world, but it's still, it's a enjoyable thing to sit down and get off your feet for a little bit in the air condition. Uh, so I think all around, I think that was a great addition, not just to Animal Kingdom, but to the parks in general. Yeah, I mean, I have been to Galaxy's Edge, haven't rode the Rise of the Resistance yet, but a flight of passage for me is the best ride on property there is nothing that comes this remotely close to that experience the um emotions that you get not only with you um but experiencing it like with those other people the kids's reaction to it um it's just it's a one of a kind attraction as far as like the land itself um it's once again it's really well done the scenery is outstanding the food is great it's got enough like of everything there's there's enough spots to sit down um, it's just relax there's enough stuff to look at the river journey the small things that you notice in there like the, the frog things that jump on top of the, the trees and stuff. It's above you. The shaman. It is. It's worth a trip through there. Um, once or twice to just to see the, the special touches that they put in there. A fantastic land overall. Yeah, I've been to both lands. And in some ways, I think Pandora is better than Star Wars. Um, and then there's other ways that Star Wars is just much better than Pandora. 
but since I haven't ridden the Rise of the Resistance yet, I can't comment on that attraction. But going by what I've been on so far, do is is Flight of Passage my favorite ride at Walt Disney World? No. Do I think it's the best ride at Disney World of, of what I've ridden? Yes. It's just uh, I had an incredible experience on it. I said when I first rode it, man, I was smiling the whole time. Uh, I felt sick afterwards, but you know it's completely different, and uh, it was it's all incredible. part of the experience. Yeah, so it was great. I enjoyed it a lot, and uh, I'm not—I don't like so much all these screen-based attractions because I, it takes away from the the, the the true experience. But I, I think it's still um, a lot of fun going through there and and, and riding the Banshee. Another one um, I had is mobile. Ordering. The mobile ordering system is fantastic. It cuts down the lines. It cuts down standing there and trying to read the, the menu boards from like 50 feet away. It takes away the just the whole anxiety uh, of like ordering there. It's such an easy system. Only downside is you can't pay with a gift card. I wish that the that they uh, would figure that part out. The mobile ordering system has been just a godsend on our trips. All right, Keith, you're wrong. There's one other downfall to that thing. Um, it never fails. I'm never hungry. I'm not thinking about food until I get that alert. Hey, we're see you by Pecos Builder. Do you want anything? <laughs> well, yes, now I do. Thanks. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, hey, man, uh, it's marketing. (laughs) That's funny. It it works. (laughs) And and you enjoy it, though, don't you? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a great addition. Um, Like you said, it would be nice if you could select another option to pay for something other than, you know, the credit card you got tied to your account or whatever. Uh, But other than that, I really don't have any complaints, especially if you've got kids. I mean, you don't have to go stand in line and then have five or six trays and try to find a table and you know it, it's it makes things a lot lot smoother and a lot easier yeah it, it does it uh there's things that i don't like about it but uh it comes in so handy when especially i won't do it if there's nobody online i'm not going to use it but if there's a line and i get up there i'm like forget that man i'm gonna order my food and <laughs> I'll get my food before that person in front of me even ordered theirs. You know, <laughs> right. so just like, yes, win for me. Um, and it just says it does come in handy. And I like that, like that about it. Um, so the, the, the last major thing I'm going to say on my list is that um, both my kids were bored in this last decade. And it was me taking them on their first Disney trip that really made the decade really special because, you know, Connor was, uh, seven months old and Kelsey was, I think five months old when we saw him the first time. And I still remember Connor's first trip. I don't really remember Kelsey's as much, uh, just because, you know, memories, just, it just gets harder, but you do remember it's the, Connor's it's the second, second child, child syndrome. syndrome. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it's just, and how much they love it now and they want to go back and, you know, we surprised them a couple of weeks ago that, we were we're going. They were they were excited, but it's not like you see those kids on TV or, or videos. Like, yes, we're going to Disney. You know, it's more like, yay, we're going. You know, <laughs> at least they're excited about it. We don't have to go to school. Yes. <laughs> uh, last thing I'd mention, and if if 
if you've done anything with Disney for a while, which if you're listening to this, you, you've done, you know, ins and outs of Disney and everything. And, and we all know that their technology is not always the best and most dependable thing. And aside from a few small hiccups when it first came out, Disney Plus has been everything that they have advertised. And I don't know if there's a day that has gone by since it has launched that we haven't, you know, used it in some shape or form, you know, the last you know couple months or whatever it's been out. So um, kudos to them. They definitely, you know, it's worth the, the money or whatever it was. I pay monthly for that things. And um, hopefully they keep adding good content to it. So I'll keep it around. The content, original content, is really good. I mean, um, just the Imagineering story, the history part, the cast member features, that stuff is really cool. You get to see the, the fireworks shows on there too, which is really neat. Of course, the films and everything are there too. Um, so it, it's really like a one-stop shop if you need something to watch or you can't find something, you just turn it. And I mean, you can always find something to watch on there. Um, Jeff Goldblum show uh, is a favorite of mine. Um, I just absolutely love that show. It's great. This is the way. <laughs> this is the way. I, I have, have spoken. spoken. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that it for you guys? I think so. Yeah. I'm good. All right, that's going to do it for this week. First, we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Get your premium stroller and crib rental at KingdomStrollers.com. Let the vacation experts at MilesPros.com help plan your next perfect Disney vacation. Don't forget to check out our store at RedBubble.com slash Tiki Talk Podcast. And you can connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook at Enchanted Tiki Talk, Instagram and Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. You can also leave us a message on the Tiki Hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. It's 256-469-8454. And if you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. Only if it's good, though. <laughs> Unless it's really funny. It's bad. <laughs> but it could be funny and great star review, so make that happen. Uh, you could find me on Twitter at the Sean DeLorean and on... MousePros.com. And you can find um, my unexciting as well as <laughs> unimpressive Twitter and Instagram uh, at Dole Daily. Um, Instagram is mholly579. I'm on Twitter at MattGoesDopey. Uh, I want to say a special thanks to Steve for the news this week. Make sure you check out Disney Diary for all your Disney news. And with all that being said, Alan, take us on into the new decade. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan. And this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Let us plan your perfect Disney vacation. And by KingdomStrollers.com for all your premium stroller and crib rental needs. For all of us here, I'm David Benter. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.